Welcome back to another episode of Good Chatter. Josh Palais with Dave Palais. Make sure you check out our other shows here on the JP25 Media channel. We have Next Question, The Young and the Washed, What's on the Menu Daily, Cooking with Cookie, and some other shows we're working on. Keep your eye out for those. And today's show, we want to start out with a very sensitive topic, okay? This is movies that you've cried in. And for me personally, I've cried in normal movies, you know, like Radio, Titanic. Hold I on, am. Wait, wait, stop. What? You can't just go off your list. Don't think I'm not going to handle it. Because I'm yet. so disgusted by your list. That's why. I just <laughs> got to get rid of on my list. I, I know. Okay, I know. first of all, before I ask you a question about your list, everybody right now watching has cried in a movie. Everybody has. And if you haven't, I don't want to know you. You're, your heart is cold. That, okay, that's I not the issue. The issue is the movies that you cried in are weird. The movies I cried in are normal. Like Everybody cries during Titanic. Really? What part? Dude, when the mom's tucking her kids in. Don't make me oh. talk about this. Oh, that part's the bad yeah, part. Come on I agree now. with you on that. Yeah. I thought you were going to say when she says goodbye to Jack and he floats to the bottom of the ocean. No, I just get pissed off of that part. Yeah. Get off the fucking door. It's a giant door. Yeah. Like, wh- what the hell were they thinking when they made the movie that, how about not make the door so big? Exactly. To make it look like, you know what, maybe there's a chance. I mean, you don't need to at least try. Hey, get on here with me. Dude, it's as big as those double doors when you enter the Marriott. It's fucking huge. <laughs> get your ass off this shit. What's wrong with you, Rose, bitch? Rose. Look, yeah. he already slept with you. We already know you're comfortable with him on top of you. At least, how about let him get on top of you if the door's not wide enough? Come on now. Disgusting. I, I, okay, at least you picked a part that I agree with you. That was, to me, the saddest part. But I don't know how many people would have thought the same thing I thought, where I said that's the, the bad part where the mom tucks the kids away. I thought for sure you are going to say when she said goodbye to Jack. No, I just get really angry. No, I don't cry. That's not my emotion. It's anger during that part. Okay. Okay. If you don't cry during when she tucks her kids in, you got to check yourself at the door. Like something's wrong with you. <laughs> Seriously. What the fuck? All right. So radio, another movie. Okay. Explain the part you cried. The whole movie. The whole movie. I mean, I'm a during that movie. There's not a single part. There's like throughout the movie. I'm, I'm constantly crying. I got the Kleenex next to me just wiping my eyes the whole time. And then uh, I am Sam, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Super sad movie. It was. No, it was. You're 100% right on that one. Okay. So. I, I'm going to hit you with my best shot, okay? Now, I'm going to name a movie you haven't seen. I guarantee it. Okay. But it's the first time I remember crying in a movie. The movie's called The Champ with Ricky Schroeder. Yeah, okay? never seen it. Never seen it. Okay. So here's the movie. The movie came out in the 70s, and I remember I was like five or six years old. Ricky Schroeder, I think, is like a year older than me. And so I'm looking at him going, well, there's a boy on the screen that looks like he could be a, a friend of mine, you know? Yeah, And the story is that his dad is fighting basically for custody of him. And his mom has nothing to do with his life. His mom is is wealthy and she's distant. And the dad is poor, works um, around horses, but he's a boxer. He's a shitty boxer, but he's a boxer. And his dad gets a chance, you know, to, to come back and fight. And his dad needs to raise money and keep the kid. The best I can remember, honestly, I it's been forever. It's been over 40 years since I saw this movie. Yeah. But I remember I saw this in the theater with my parents. And it, it comes down to his dad has this big fight and he fights and he wins and he goes back to the training room and he's laying on the table and he's barely breathing and they're concerned. And all of a sudden he stops breathing and he dies right in front of the kid and he's running around the room. The kid, Ricky Schroeder's yelling, wake up champ, wake up. And then he's going to every adult in the room who knows that his dad just died screaming at everybody in the room to wake his dad up. Damn. And I was like, I was crushed. You know, I'm sitting there crying. And it was one of those movies, I think, not to to sound like a jerk to my parents, but I think it was like, all right, movie's over, let's go. And I was like, 
Hold on here. The kid's dad just died. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's screaming his head off saying, please wake my dad up. And that was it. I think that movie hit me harder than anybody in the theater. I, I'm sure other people were crying too. How old were you? This is two weeks ago. <laughs> no, I was like six years old. Oh, damn, dude. And um, and I was and I remember that's the one, the first time I ever remember crying in a movie. Now, for some reason, I went a long time without crying. I won't watch dog movies, by the way. If it, if a dog's in a movie, a dog dies, I get really upset. Marley and me. Marley, okay. Everybody experiences a Marley and me situation if you have a dog. Yeah. Marley and me is one of those movies. If you've seen it more than once, you're sick. I mean, something is wrong. Who goes, hey, let's see Marley and me again? Nobody. Nobody. It's not Wedding Crashers where I'm going to watch that 80,000 times. Marley and me, you see it one time. You don't see that again. You don't see Old Yeller or, you know, where the red fern grows. Any of those where dogs die. You don't see those movies. No. Anyway. Marley and me, of course, make you cry. Make you, if you if you watch that movie and you still have a, a dog that's alive, you immediately go up and start spending time with your dog. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, th- that that of course gets you. I won't watch those movies if I know the dog's going to die. Um, <laughs> there, there are a couple different ones that stand out. I remember when I was, I think, 11, 12 years old, there's a movie called Terms of Endearment came out. One movie of the year. Okay. And the same thing, mom has cancer, and the mom has to say goodbye to her two boys, her two young boys, in the hospital room and you know she knows it's the last time she's gonna see him and she has to say goodbye to them and she says to the little boy when he's walking out of the room she goes i think that went pretty well to you and he's trying to hold back his tears and he's yes you know he tells his mom mm-hmm. and that movie it made me cry again one movie of the year but hell i was i was young and i'm sitting there and i'm crying now i got some embarrassing ones okay i'm gonna get to your fun part i knew this is what you're waiting for okay i got two really embarrassing ones i have one where i went to go see the movie stepmom which I get teased about throughout San Diego all the time for years. And stepmom is Julia Roberts and Susan Sarandon. And the story is that Julia Roberts is going to be the new wife to, uh, to Ed Harris. And Susan Sarandon's the former wife who's not okay with uh, Julia Roberts' trophy wife. And there's only one mom. Well, as the movie goes on, Susan Sarandon gets cancer and realizes the trophy wife's going to have to raise her kids. And there's uh, basically an exchange and a friendship that that comes together between the two women. And I'm not choking up. I literally just choked on my own saliva. So hold on. I'm not telling the story and crying before you guys freak out. Jesus Christ. We got to edit because we never edit. So um, I know. God dang. What a bad point. This guy's falling apart right now in front of us. No, I'm not falling apart. Anyway. So Susan Sarandon's going to die. Julia Roberts has to take over. And when we go to see this movie, your mom and I go see it. And there's nobody in the theater. It's the only time in my life I've ever been to a movie and nobody was there. And we're starting to watch this movie and we're looking up at the screen and your mom goes, hey, the screen's blurry, which I've never seen before either. Been in a theater where the screen's blurry. And I'm just like, well, what do you want me to do about it? You know, like I'm not the one that made it blurry. And your mom goes, well, go tell somebody and get it fixed. And shit. Okay. In my mind, I'm like, who who am I going to tell? You know? Yeah. And I thought it was number one. Yeah, I understand your mom. Your mom was like, "You pay for something, you're gonna get what you pay for." Two is I've never seen your mom like upset. Like, go get that thing fixed. So I go, go walk out the door, see a, a usher, a kid that's like 19 years old, if even that. Hey, man, the screen's blurry. Shrugs his shoulders at me. I go, dude, you shrug your shoulders at me one more time. I'm gonna snap your collarbone. Go get that fucking thing fixed. I'm the only one in here, and I'm the only guy that basically gave you 750. Go get it fixed. And within three minutes, it was fixed. Okay. So whatever. We're watching the movie. Yeah. Movie's over, dude. And I am literally wiping my face. Dude. I'm crying, dude. And your mom's going, all right, let's go. 
Hold on and here. Yeah, dry eye, everything. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. How do you have a dry eye? And I'm and I'm like, hold on a second. She goes, hold on for what? Let's go. It's over. And I gotta gather myself. And uh, well, she, your mom's like, this isn't the kind of movie where they start doing jokes at the end of the credits. That you know, yeah. This isn't Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's over. No one's coming on the screen making a joke. And I was like, just hold on. And she goes, what? And I said. I just ripped the shit out of that guy in the hallway. And if he sees tears in my eyes, I don't want to get made fun of. Yeah. And so she goes, all right. And, you know, three minutes later, she goes, let's go. You're fine. And so we start walking out. And that guy's standing there right at the door like this, you know. And he goes, you enjoy the movie? Like, he's laughing. Dude, he's laughing right at me. for yeah. crying. And I was like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> you know, uh, there's nothing I could say. Yeah. I completely threatened that guy and his collarbone. And then this guy's making fun of me because I'm a big wuss and I'm crying right in a, in a in stepmom. I'm the only one crying. Two people in the movie, one person's crying. It's the man. Yeah. And I'm. I, Jeez, dude. Jesus. It's right? a tough scene right there. It was a tough scene. Like, I wish I would have just run out the fire exit and set off a whole alarm in the whole complex. I hadn't just ran in my car around the building. I don't know. It was, it was, it was embarrassing as hell. It wasn't one of my favorite moments. God dang. But the, but the one I know you like is when, when, when you have kids, did you get to remember this? Man, when you have little kids, you get woken up all the time. Like, you could literally lay down and go, okay, I'm going to sleep, and hopefully I get four hours. Yeah. Five hours. <clears throat> Sometimes, dude, it's 10 minutes, and you're up, and you're starting the next day. And this is one of those nights where your brother, man, all of a sudden, he's up, and I'm like, all right, I'll get him. And he's like, I think Jake might have been about four or five years old, four years old. And whatever, nightmare, whatever, he's up. So let's go downstairs, let's watch TV. And I'm just sitting on the corner of that couch, and I am I'm barely keeping my eyes open. And we're watching the Lizzie McGuire movie, okay? <laughs> it's a Disney movie, for Christ's sakes. And the Lizzie McGuire movie, I don't want to get too far in it because nobody gives a rat's ass. Lizzie McGuire, things work out for her in the end, okay? And yeah. it, it was set up for her to fail, things work out, she beats the odds, nobody makes fun of her, everybody loves Lizzie McGuire. And your brother turns around and looks at me, and dude, he goes, are you crying? I'm like, I'm not crying. And he goes, yeah, you are. And I touched my face. Dude, I 100% was crying. <laughs> yeah. Tears are running down my face because things worked out for Lizzie. Yeah. And I'm like, am I crying because this was such a moving story? Or am I just so dead tired right now that I can't even keep my face up? And um, and he's your brother's looking at me like, you're my dad? Like, you're the only <laughs> one I got? And you're crying during Lizzie McGuire? And I'm like, damn it. You know, and I, 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 was, I was so disappointed in myself and shocked. Yeah. But I was like, dude, I'm just beat to hell. I'm so tired right now. I, I don't know what's going on. But yeah, your, your brother busted me crying during Lizzie McGuire. It was one of my most embarrassing moments of my life. That's pretty bad. It was, it was, it was pretty bad, too. It was pretty bad. Well, what about Rudy? You crying Rudy? Rudy and uh, Click with Adam Sandler cried as oh, well. Yeah. yeah. See? And Click's like It's a Wonderful Life, which I know you've never seen. No. But it's a, it's a version of It's a Wonderful Life. Um, yeah, that's funny. And yeah, Click's one of the... You love Adam Sandler, but how many times have you seen Click? I bet not that much. No, I can't watch yeah. a movie and cry over and over again. It's like, Jesus. <laughs> why do that to yourself? Yeah, why would I do this? I'm not just like, let's watch Titanic, you know? Like, fuck. All right, we'll transition. So, hold on, no, no, no. I got, I got a movie. Speaking okay, okay. of movies. Okay. All right, this happened to me last week. I know I'm taking all your mic No, time. it's fine. Okay. I'm watching... I'm flipping through and I'm watching uh, different movies and I'm like, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. I've seen that. Saw it a long time ago. Dark Knight Rises, Batman. Yeah. You seen it? I've seen it. It's a great okay. movie. You know, that's funny. Those those Batman movies are, are pretty pretty good. It's a lot of them are shit, but those those are good. Okay. Yeah. With Christian Bale, all those are good. Yep. And so um, I'm watching The Dark Knight Rises and the storyline. It's the one with the Bane for anyone who's trying to figure out what the hell I'm talking about. 
And I'm going, I'm going to watch this. I haven't seen this movie since, what, I think 2012 when it came out. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching, and I'm like, okay, I remember that, remember that. And then I'm like, all right, here's the, the good part, where Bane beats the hell out of him, throws him in that prison, okay? Mm-hmm. Now he's stuck in the prison where he was at once, and the only way out is basically climbing straight up this wall and then making this big jump and getting out. And it's like a huge well is what it is. And all, you, can, you can see the sky, but it's a big, big tube that you get to climb out of. Nobody's ever done it. You got all these prisoners down there. Nobody can get out. Mm-hmm. And he has a broken back when he's in there. Some guy fixes his back. He starts doing sit-ups and push-ups to get his strength to make a run to get out of it. Mm-hmm. While he's doing this, Bane's taking over the world. And there's a bomb that's going to go off, and it's going to take out all of Gotham. Okay, everybody knows the this, this story, basically. So I'm going, man, okay, this movie's as good as I thought it was. And then I'm looking at Christian Bale and he has the full beard. He's been there for a long goddamn time. They're showing how long he's been there. He has the full beard. He's grown out. Looks like Grizzly Adams. Has the long hair. The whole deal. He looks like us coming out of COVID. Okay. And uh, like, you know, we didn't cut our hair for a year. Yeah. And I'm going, all right, man, you got like five hours to get the hell out of that hole and save the world. Yeah. That son of a bitch gets out of the hole. And I'm like, all right, here we go. And then he shows up to save the world. Again, he only had like five hours once he got out of the hole. It wasn't like transportation was waiting for him when he got out. Yeah. He has now has to go out in the middle of nowhere and, and get back to Gotham. And this dude shows up like, what the hell just happened? Like he went to sports clips or something. I mean, all of a sudden, clean shaven, hair done, looks like he got a colored, the whole deal. That son and, of a bitch. That son of a bitch. You vain motherfucker. Dude, this is Batman. You're saving the world. This is what you do. What do you mean you got to go get lo- fixed up? Nobody cares what you look like when everyone's going to drop dead. Exactly. The whole world's falling apart. And I'm like, how the hell did they make this movie? And how did I not catch it the first time? I was so irritated. I wanted to just turn it off right yeah, there. What I'm, the I'm fuck? done. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. Five hours. And all of a sudden, that's all you're going to do. The first thing you're thinking, how do I look? Yeah. You went to Fantastic Sam's <laughs> to instead Fantastic of saving the world. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Did you get the MVP treatment? Yeah, you dick. <laughs> that's right. That's sports clips. Yeah. That's sports clips. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Anyway, that's my movie experiences. Yeah. But sorry. No, it's sorry. fine. I had a vent a little bit. I'm a little yeah. upset about what I saw in the last no, week. No problem. In, uh, in recent news, Bill Gates got divorced. Did you see this? I, you know, I did. It's always interesting when someone like Bill Gates or um, a dude from Amazon, um, what's his face? Uh, Jeff Bezos, get divorced. Because mm-hmm. you're like, well, man, that's a lot of money. And how does it work out for the person on the other side? Yeah. Because... You know, you go, well, for the, let's say if you're Bill Gates or you're his, his wife, is it Melinda? Melinda. Okay. If you're Melinda, you're like, well, whoever I date next, are they in it for the money? Because first thing, no matter what, I don't care what kind of personality they might have, you're thinking in your mind, oh my God, there's like $200 billion there. Yeah. That's a lot of money. A lot of money. Um, and they should be thinking the same thing. Does this person like me for me or is it because I have $100, million, $100 billion? So, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Like, why divorce now? Bill Gates just retired like a year, a year, two years ago. I don't know why he divorced now, but within the divorce, more details came out about their relationship. Do you see any of this stuff? No. Okay. Well, there is some news that came out that he had an agreement with his ex-wife that he would meet up with his ex-girlfriend and have sex with her in North Carolina for a week every year. (laughs) Did you see this? Okay. Oh, wait a second. Yeah. I have so many questions now in my head. Okay. First thing in my mind is, what does she look like? Two is, if she's worth anything, is it a treat for you to have Bill Gates climb on top of you once a year? Yeah. Are you and, getting paid or how's yeah, that work? Saying. Does Bill Gates keep you on the payroll? Because. Uh, Shit. Yeah. I mean, what the hell? Hey. Bill Gates isn't doesn't have a, an OnlyFans account. Put it that way. <laughs> you Right? No, no one wants to see Bill Gates. No. But, and his wife was okay with it. Yeah. She was probably fine. Get off of me and get on her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Holy cow. Some man, crazy, crazy shit, yeah. Why wouldn't he just divorce her a long time ago and hook up with that girl? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. It's very That's weird. A, uh, yeah, I don't know anyone that. How, has that been in his marriage forever? Since 1997. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Right around the time Windows 95 came out or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, there's a lot of money here and I want to do what I want to do. Exactly. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. There are people that do that hall pass thing, which I think is nuts. You know, I don't get that at all. Because first of all, if you're a guy and you do the hall pass with your wife, you're an idiot. She has a much better chance of hooking up than you do. Yeah, you know? hundred percent. Guys will go. I'm in. You know, no matter who you meet. If if I walked up and had a, a hall pass deal with someone and told told hey guess what i have a hall pass my wife says it's okay well good for you yeah they aren't gonna go okay if she's in then i'm in too yeah it's never gonna work for me no yeah that that that's a dumb deal for a guy and a girl to to hook up i had a I had a cousin who um had a hall pass thing with her husband that they used to joke around about the two guys she picked both died like like five years later but his girls were were still alive and i was like now what do you do you pick a new two you know is this a real story yeah it's true what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> they knew they weren't going to run into them. Yeah. You know? It was like Robert Urich and Bucky Den or something. It wasn't Bucky Den. Bucky Den's alive. But it was it was something crazy like that. Wow. Yeah. And so, but I remember the story and I was always made me laugh that they had, and I think they were completely joking. They've been married over 30 years. That's bizarre. It's never happened. But yeah, you always hear about stuff like that. And guys always talk a big game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I got a hall pass. So Chrissy Brinkley says yes. Okay. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, that's going to happen. <laughs> she still has Billy Joel money. She, she's just not going to go for it. Jesus. All right. Um, you have a good Jake story that you wanted to tell. Yeah. Um, got a Jake story for you. Um, it, it, it's so funny. There's so many of them that, that pop up. But I was thinking because you and I in the last a week, we got our second COVID shot. And going to the doctor is never one of my favorite things. <clears throat> I'm sure for you, you're like, all right, I got to go to the doctor. That means I must be really sick. But it's, guys don't go to the doctor like uh, like women will go and take care of themselves. Guys go will go away, and you know, a lot of times they'll go away. Jake, when you played sports, you always had to go get the physicals. Remember, always if you're in high school or for whatever, hey, you got to get a physical. So you know, you I remember like starting at age 12, I'd have to take Jake in once a year to get a physical, and a physical for. You know, whatever, 12-year-old boys is a joke. It's like, yeah, your heart's still beating and how your ears feel. Good. Okay, you can get out. And then as you get older, it's like, all right, you know, drop your pants, turn your head, you know, check for a hernia, you cough. Yeah. As a guy, I still have no idea how the hell you figure out if that how you get a hernia when from the coughing thing. Okay. Anyway, or how you show if you have a hernia. Your brother at age 12, every time he got a female doctor, every time, hey, I think you need to check for a hernia. He would, tell the, he, would, he would tell the girl doctors every time, and I'd just be in the corner of the room going, Jesus Christ. And he'd go, hey, I'm just saying I'm active. I mean, I'm running around. You know, I'm started lifting weights. I don't know what's going on. Okay, can you check for a hernia? And it would make me so uncomfortable. And the doctor would look at me like, is this kid serious? And I, no, you don't have to check for a hernia. No, I think she needs to check. Like he just wanted a female to touch his ball so bad that he would take it from a doctor. And I just go, it, it drove me crazy. But then you couldn't leave the room because I always say you never leave a minor in, in a room with any adult. What yeah. are you doing? You, if his pants are coming off, you stay in the room. And I just be in the corner and just close my eyes and go, oh my God, please, please don't ask for a hernia. Please, please make it stop. Please make check. it stop. And always, hey, you want to do that hernia check? Isn't it about time? And <laughs> n- not one doctor ever wanted to do it or I think planned on doing it. Yeah. This kid insisted on hernia checks nonstop. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my God, dude, you're so freaking weird. Everybody else <laughs> dreads that moment, except for you, who just wants to get touched. Yeah. 
it was crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> Jesus. And I don't, I don't even know if it was a joke. Because usually he made a joke. He'd look at me and wink or yeah, something. Yeah. There was no winks. No. He just, <laughs> he just wanted to get touch that perf. Yeah. Didn't oh matter. God. Didn't matter. All right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Anyway. All right. I, you realized something today you told me. About, we have a, we have a new dog. We she jumped. She was just walking around here a second ago. But we have uh, we have a new dog that's about six months old. Yeah. And so we always compare this dog to the other dog, and and how they're they're both boxers, but they're so different in mm-hmm. personality. And and you always tell me with this dog, hey, don't compare this dog to the goat. This, the other dog was perfect. Yeah. This dog's great too. It just much different. Much different. I mean, the new dog we have is very uh, more active than other dog. Other dog was more chill. I'd say this dog will jump on you. Will, Somehow always manages to hit you in the nuts yeah. when she jumps on you. It's really yeah. ridiculous. Um, so she'll jump on you and she run around the house a million times. But when we walk her, she'll never go number one. She always goes number two, which is fine. But our last dog would go number one like eight times a walk. And yeah. she'd mark her territory every like 20 yards. Yeah, every time, every tree, every plant. Like this is me. If yeah. the other dog comes through here, they'll know I was here. Yeah, every time. And then I thought, you know... I didn't realize that at the time, but our last dog was a narcissist. <laughs> when, he, when he pointed that out, I'm like, Josh is right. The, the dog was nuts. Yeah. The dog, remember the dog, like, it was funny. The dog only liked, like, two dogs in its entire life. Otherwise, was scared of everything. Mm-hmm. Didn't, didn't, every, if you open our front door, the dog wouldn't even cross the sidewalk. No way. It was just scared of everything. But, yeah, for some reason, always wanted everyone in the neighborhood to know every dog that was going to go for a walk that day. When you walk by this plant, Sugar was here. Yeah, she was a royal bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. But we loved her. Yeah. And this dog, man, completely doesn't doesn't care. I mean, you're right. The, the first dog we had, I think, went number two maybe two times in 12 years. Yeah. This dog, goddamn machine. Dude, she shits around the whole neighborhood. It's nuts. It's crazy, dude. We never had to carry a bag with the other dog. No. This dog, you got to carry a bag. Yeah, it's insane. All right, thank you guys for watching another episode of Good Chatter. Josh Palais with Dave Palais. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Josh Palais, at Dave Palais. Make sure you check out our other shows. Uh, next question, what's on the menu daily? Cooking with Cookie, Young and the Washed. And check out our next uh, Good Chatter episode next week. Thank you, guys.